If you can outsource something, take something off your plate, get help somewhere in your life, then like you will be free to not do it all, but do the thing you actually want to do. And I think that is what is important. Hey there, this is Unburdened by Hope, the podcast that helps you harness your possibility and feel your purpose. I'm your host, Erin Cummings. Here, we're breaking free from the chains of hope and unlocking the power of inspiration within. Get ready to ignite your soul because we're diving deep into the art of letting go, embracing the unknown, and creating a life unburdened by the limitations of hope. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to finding purpose, fueling our passions, and crafting a vibrant existence that sets our hearts on fire. So, are you ready to burn it down what's no longer serving you and step into a life driven by possibility? Let's dive in, my friends, and unleash our boundless potential. Podcast number 15. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unburdened by Hope by me, Erin Cummings. I hope uh, everything's going well for you so far. I thought it would be interesting um, to do another like singularly topic episode like like we did last week. Oh, uh, just real quick. uh, If you're watching this online, I do, in fact, have a hat on. I am currently in a soccer mom mode. And so I always wear a hat to my kids' soccer games because, you know, I'm getting older and the sun is not helpful for the skin. So uh, I do, I do, I am, I am in fact wearing a hat if you are watching this online. Uh, Anyway, back to the show. (laughs) So I, um, I think just about every day I get the same question every single day, constantly by many different people. And it always kind of jars me and I don't know how to answer it, but I get the question of it. It it comes in two different ways. It's either how do you do it all? And like, wow. Or it's like a statement, which is like, wow, you're like so busy. And my answer is always like, yeah, I am. How do I do it all? I don't. Like, that's the thing. I don't actually do it all. And um, I need people to stop saying that. <laughs> I I do not do it all. I um, It's funny, a long, long time ago, I used to have, I, I used to have a blog. It was called like the stay at home mom at all. And um, I did a lot of like blogging about my house and projects and recipes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Now that I am an entrepreneur, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen anymore because it's just like, it doesn't fit in the, in the wheel of life uh, and the pie chart of priorities. But here's the thing, like, I realized I can't do it all. I can't have it all and I can't do it all. And the word all is like honestly impossible. And yes, I do fit a lot of little little pieces of the pie within the big uh, pie thing. Um, and I do have like very distinct priorities and I do really try and like whatever's on the top of that list, like that is my focus And sometimes it's work and sometimes it's family and sometimes it's my kids and sometimes it's myself and sometimes it's school and whatever, but it it is a moving, moving, living thing, basically. 
So am I really busy? Yes, I am really busy. I could list everything off that I'm involved in or that I do, but I think that is weird. I don't, and also I don't want to, (laughs) I think it's weird. And I don't want to list everything that I'm involved in. Um, because also like everyone else is involved in stuff too, and everyone is busy and everyone has their shit. And I don't honestly think that I'm any busier than anyone else. What I think I do well is man, I think I operationally manage the chaos very well. I think I'm really good at operations and logistics and like putting all the pieces together. What I'm not good at is like relationships or, um, honestly, that's, that is what stresses me out the most. It's like managing the relationships and the relationship rings of all of it. Like we talked about this in another episode, like the relationship rings, that part is what gets me high anxiety, super stressed, like to have a calendar full of like meetings and classes and homework and whatever, like that doesn't actually stress me out. It is the, it's the relationship part of all of, all of the things and like having to meet new people and, you know, like all of that kind of stuff, um, which I am a very outgoing person, but you know, there are a lot of like situations where it's just like very anxiety provoking. So back to the doing it all aspect I don't do it all. Here's what I honestly don't do. I don't do the dishes. I don't do our laundry. I don't clean our house. I don't go grocery shopping and I don't cook anymore. Um, I have outsourced just about everything I possibly can. I have an amazing virtual assistant that I hire. That's honestly one of the best things I've ever done. She like goes through my emails. She, um, keeps my calendar organized. She will flag an email if I've missed it because I was like, there was a point in which I was doing too much. And then I was like missing appointments or missing this or missing that and not answering questions or not getting stuff, getting things done on time. Um, and I have figured out like new, uh, new ways of accountability and new ways to get help basically. Um, and yeah, like I just, I think outsourcing as a working parent is, and even if you're not, like, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, like, you can get stuff outsourced and, oh my God, it is worth every penny and all of that. So how how do I view outsourcing and what do I consider outsourcing? So one of the biggest things I did, like, to start was I stopped going to the grocery store and I started using, like, a grocery shopping service. So, like, whether you order your groceries online and pick them up in the parking lot or have them delivered to your house. Like I, it's similar concept. I was working like a lot at the yoga studio. Like when I took over full hundred percent ownership, like I was there, it, it had to have been like 80 hour weeks. And, um, the last thing I wanted to do was go stand at the grocery store walk around with a cart for an hour to get groceries and then go home and have to put all the groceries up and then make dinner with all the groceries that I just bought. And what I was realizing, which some of you will probably uh, understand this, like you go grocery shopping and then you're like so exhausted from that transaction, you don't actually make any dinner. 
So what I started doing was I would get my groceries delivered twice a week. So like usually Sundays and Wednesdays, and I was able to honestly buy less crap at the grocery store. And then I, um, was also able to plan meals in a much more effective and efficient way. So is purchasing groceries like that more expensive? Yes. However, you have to decide, like, it's like going to take some math and you have to kind of decide like, okay, if I do this, how much does it cost? If I have a service do this, how much does it cost? And what's the benefit of like, what's the value added benefit of hiring this out? And what do I get in return? So I got an hour back of either being at work or picking up my kids earlier from school, which was way more important to me than grocery shopping. And here's the thing, like, what would I rather be doing? I hated going to the grocery store. Like, here's my true, my truth about grocery store. I think it's like, void of all humanity. Um, I would do what I do. Like I would look like right now, I would have headphones on hat on probably sunglasses, earbuds, or, you know, these headphones. And it's like, I tune everyone off, listen to a podcast or music. And then although I will say, I mean, I haven't been to the grocery store in a while, but last time I was there, they were playing some throwback jams that were very nice, but, um, you know, you're old when you enjoy the grocery store music. Uh, but yeah, I, I fully like stopped going and I also understand that this is a very like privileged thing to say, just so we're real clear. Um, but I do think it's important to like realize like what's an activity that you can take off your plate and hand to someone else that can do it probably more efficiently and cheaper than you. And then that way you get your time back and you get your value back and you can be working on something else. So obviously like as an entrepreneur, I want to be working on something else that's like benefiting my business or one of the businesses that I have, like whether it's my real estate side hustle or it's the, the yoga studio, or it's now the podcast or future X business that's happening. Like, I think it's more important to take that hour and put it like inject it back into my system for future growth of something else. And that might also mean my kids. It's one more hour that like we can go, I would rather go get like ICs or go play at the park or have them have one less hour on their iPad with me than like me being at the grocery store. I also think like if you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, but you know, it'd be so great, but I just like, I really love picking out my own fruits and vegetables. No, you don't. I don't believe you. (laughs) Like, I do not believe you that you like to pick out your own fruits and vegetables. And you're right. Maybe you do. Maybe you just like every day you wake up and you're like, I cannot wait to like pick out my favorite strawberry at HEB. But like, I really don't believe that that's the actual truth. I think it's like something that maybe you don't want to give up that control piece of. And I will say I have now been getting my groceries delivered for, uh, I actually started about a year before the pandemic hit. Um, so when everyone was getting their groceries delivered, I was like, (laughs) the demand just like made me so mad, but 
I, yeah. So I was probably starting to get my groceries delivered in like 20, 2019, 2020, uh, early 2020, end of 2019, early 2020. Cause I started when the yoga studio opened and, um, I maybe have had one batch of bad fruits and veggies. And just so we're clear, it's like DoorDash where like, if it's wrong or if it's bad, you can get all your money back. And yeah, like it sucks because then you don't have those fruits and vegetables. But at the same time, like if you're using the excuse that you like to pick out your fruits and veggies instead of like taking out the entire hour and putting it back into your life, like, I don't know. I think it's a weird excuse. Um, but Hey, that's your life and not mine. My life is like, I love it when, um, my shopper Sandy, uh, pick stuff out. And because I've been doing it so long and I've been, and I have the same shoppers all the time. They will, they now kind of like know our routine, know our schedule. They'll ask me like, Oh, they don't have this. I know you normally like to sub this. Do you want me to go ahead and make that change for you? And I'm like, yeah, great. Cool. Great. Boom. Done. And I'm texting them while I'm at the gym. Like it is honestly amazing. Yeah. So that's the other thing. It's like, you could, instead of going to the grocery store for an hour, you could go to the gym or a yoga class or read a book or, you know, get caught up on emails, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think it's super important to realize like we can't do everything ourselves. And that also includes like asking your partner to help you and um, realizing like what you can truly offload of your schedule and kind of inject it back. That way you have time to inject back into your life. So like if you say you have a full-time job, you have two kids, I don't know, you can't just hope that like there's going to be a new hour added into the day. And the bullshit thing of like the well, you and Beyonce have, you know, 24 hours in the day. Like, why didn't you do X, Y, Z? Well, like also Beyonce has a access to a ton of extra stuff that like you and I don't have access to. And that's the other thing is like, she has probably drivers for her kids activities. And maybe you could outsource that, like have your babysitter, or if you have a nanny, like your nanny can take your kid around uh, everywhere for you. If you're not already doing that, but like, there are certain things that like, yeah, you will have the same 24 hours as Beyonce if you can outsource all the things that Beyonce has outsourced. But if you're not outsourcing any of those things, then you don't actually have 24 hours in the day. So I read some study a few years, I think it was like a year or so ago that said that we actually, most of us only truly get a maximum of three hours per day to work on the thing that we actually want to work on that we can get done or, and that we want to be focused on. So three out of 24 hours, you get a true focused time and not the whole actual day. So even if your kids, let's pretend you're a stay at home mom, because maybe you are and your kids go to school from eight o'clock to 3 p.m. normal school day, right? So you've taken them to school, you get back, you probably maybe work out, and now you have to clean the entire house, most likely, right? Or you're picking up all the toys that they have spread out, or you're figuring out doctor's appointments, or you're planning their 
school stuff, like, oh my God, there's so much school stuff that goes on. If you maybe even volunteer at the school and that's because, you know, your daughter wants you there all the time. But then it's like, after all of that stuff gets done, like you only really have just a few hours to like, maybe take time to go work out or maybe take time to read your book or maybe do that project that you're wanting to do on your house. So like, maybe you want to, man, I would love, I have something that I really want to do. There's these frames that I want to change out, but like, I just haven't been able to make it a priority because I have all this other things to do. And there's that three hours goes by so fast with like all those other things that I really want to work on. So I think it's important to know, like, it doesn't matter if you're a student, if you are a stay-at-home mom, if you're like have a full-time career, like you really only have these like set number of hours, like a very, very finite set amount of hours that you can actually work on something that you really want to work on. And so I think it's important, like if you can outsource something, take something off your plate, get help somewhere in your life, then like you will be free to not do it all, but do the thing you actually want to do. And I think that is what is important. I'm trying really hard to just do the things in life that like I really want to do. I don't want to do laundry. I think it's terrible. And um, those tiny clothes are the most annoying things to fold. And like, I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So I outsourced it, you know? We've had the same cleaning lady for a really long time, Miss Josefina, and she um, was willing to take on more work with more pay. And I was like, thank you very much, <laughs> Josefina. I appreciate it. Because that, that's the other thing. Like, I don't want to be stuck in our laundry room for 30 minutes, like folding clothes when she's already doing, you know, like she's already in the zone of doing all this stuff. And so it was like, man, if she could come one extra day, if she could come and do laundry, and even if it's just the kids laundry, it's so helpful to not do it all and do the thing that I want to do or the thing that my family wants to do. And I can be there for them because I have outsourced it. Okay, so this week, what you're going to work on, um, there's a couple There's a couple different ways you can work on the outsourcing. And I think the most effective way is to purchase my book. <laughs> no, um, so I like to do what in my book is called the truth. So it's like a data, a data aspect. Um, and there's a couple of pages in my book and you can buy my book or you can just do this yourself. Um, but you're going to like write down or catalog your day. So starting from when you wake up to when you go to bed or just even like the busiest part of your day and make sure you pick like an actual busy day where it's going to be a pain in the ass to actually collect the data. But those are the most important days. So I think it's important to do a minimum of two so you can kind of see, especially if you have some sort of emotional difference in the day, um, like if you woke up in a bad mood or like, you know, something bad happened, you can kind of have something to, to look at um, as well. But you'll write like the time, you'll write what you did, and then you'll write how you feel. And you'll collect all of that. And that is in my book under um, 
the chapter truth and then you do it at the very beginning of the book and then you do it again later um but you can see like what you're doing how long it's taking you and you can see potentially if you are able to outsource something like what could that outsource thing be and then you have to get over the bullshit of like picking out your own fruit which might also mean like well I don't like how my husband folds the towels well like do you want to do the laundry or not that's my thing I'm like I'm glad I will gladly get over how the towels are folded. And like at the yoga studio, all we have to fold are towels. And so it was like, this is how I want the towels folded. Show everyone. This is what I want it to look like. Let's have a towel training day. Like take the time to do towel training and then bye-bye little birdie. Teach a fish to teach a fish to swim. Oh my God, that was not the right phrase. <laughs> teach a man to fish. And then you're good. Like the towels are done and there they are. I I just think like, it's so important to have those, like, if you're going to outsource, you have to also do the setup time, which we can talk about another day if we need to, if you need more clarity on this. But I really think it's important to like, put this into practice and do a truth, like a truth of two days and data collection of two days to see like, what am I actually doing? How do I feel when I'm doing it? And is this something that someone else can do more efficiently and for cheaper than what I can do it? And if the answer is yes, you should say yes and figure out like how you could fit this new possibility into your life of um, outsourcing and, you know, what could be the big benefit if you did do that. So here's the other thing, like, I also, if you do like a data collection, another really kind of scary, um, but really impactful way to look at all of this is like, okay, five years from now, am I still doing this exact daily routine of whatever I'm currently doing? And if you, and if that jars you, like, am I doing the same thing from now? Like, am I doing the same thing five years from now that I'm doing right now daily? If that's jarring, you should do this exercise and write everything down and write down how you feel and see what you can actually do about your schedule so that you are not doing it all. I I think that doing these simple exercises is so impactful. And you can do this, like if you work full-time, you can do this with your job, um, especially as like the leader entrepreneur of my job. Um, I just hired, we just created like a whole new position for the studio. Um, and I did this to like really help to see like, what can I put on their plate that I'm doing that like they can do more efficiently and cheaper than me so that I can work on the next thing. Um, because there was a lot of stuff that, you know, it's like, you only have those three hours. So it's like, there was so many things that I've been wanting to work on that I just haven't been able to, because there's too many other priorities. And now it has truly like, I'm training them and I'm setting them up so that they can just, you know, teach a man to fish, they can figure it out. But like now that will free up my time so that I don't have to do it all. Right. Like you don't have to do it all. And you don't need to do it all. And if you want to do it all, that's fine. And you can, but at some point, those alls that you're carrying are going to get really heavy and you're going to get really burnt out and take it from me who knows a thing or two about this. 
like it, you will crash and burn at some point. And so I think it's so important to like continue to outsource, do not do it all, do what you can and do what's possible. All is not possible in my book anymore. It's just like, what can I do? What do I want to do? What's working? What's not working? And that's the other thing you can also look at is like, what's not working in your life that you're doing on day to day that you want to offload on your plate too. So this week, as you are moving through your week, I would just really notice and ask yourself, like, as you're doing a task, like, do I like doing this task? Is this something I have to do? Can I outsource this task? Like, how do I feel while I'm doing this task? Is there something else I want to do? And you know, like, yeah, I, you know, if I'm putting up kids stuff or my stuff or hanging up my laundry, like, I don't want to do that. I would rather be getting my nails done, like, obviously, but I mean, like from a true realistic perspective of like everyday living versus like true, like, pulls in your schedule of like black hole sucking things like you should really look at like where can I inject my time back into my life and add value and possibility that way so this week notice all of that get your if you haven't bought a book get a book just so you could do this exercise and if you don't want to buy a book you can just keep track on paper but you're going to write down what time like time stamp it write down the activity and write down how you feel. And you have to do it right then because you're not going to truly remember later, especially if you're doing a bunch of stuff, but do this exercise. I'm telling you, it will like really change how you see your day. Um, and then let me know how it goes. I would love to hear uh, how it goes. So keep me posted, stay courageous, capable, and strong. Uh, you got this and outsource the fuck out of whatever you can and stop blaming it on the fruit. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unburdened by Hope. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you got something out of our show, I'd love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at aaronccummings.com. You might even just hear the answer in a future episode. Remember, you are capable, you are courageous, and it's up to you to create what's possible.